Hey, good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. This is your guy, Larry, and you just tuned into another awesome episode of Larry's Biblecast. How is everybody doing out there? Hopefully, you're having a wonderful week and a, a wonderful start of a, a brand new year. Again, you are listening to um, actually a semi-brand new recording. Um, this is January uh, of 2023. Just had a you know, put that out there because uh, I've been uh, had a schedule change. So uh, I haven't been able to do any recent recordings from, I guess, the time of, uh, I would say, November or a little bit before November um, of last year, uh, all throughout November and December for sure. Uh, so some of my um, later, later recordings or my last recording, I want to say it was back in October of 2022 or might be the beginning of it. I can't remember exactly when, but, um, unfortunately, um, so for those of you that have been either waiting and wondering what's, what had happened. Um, so I had a quick, um, little bit of a schedule change and still I'm on that same, um, basically same schedules change myself. So, I will be working hard, though, this year to get back on track and get more recordings out for for those of you that have been enjoying uh, some of the content that I've been putting out, the, the, the devotions and the scripture readings. And pretty much that's what um, this this podcast has mostly been about. It's been all about God's word and just kind of giving you some encouragement, whether it's throughout the day uh, for those of you that just needs someone else to um, give you some encouragement through the word of God, through the Bible. And just, you know, in short, that's what the the whole purpose of this podcast has been about. I know that there are so many others that are out there. They're doing uh, YouTube videos. They're doing uh, podcasts. They're also doing ministries online now that you can actually uh, listen to and, and get the word of God. And that's one thing I like about the time that we're living in. And, and I always want to kind of stress the importance that um, being in the time that we're living in, um, and I would say I wouldn't consider the, the latter days or the, the last days of, of, of us before uh, Christ comes and, and comes for the church. You know, um, I take that really, very seriously because um, like some of you, um, maybe noticing there are so many things that are happening in our world today. There are negative things, but there are things that are signs that will show us that we are we are getting closer and closer to the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I want us to all really pretty much, you know, those of you that are listening and just the church in general to be prepared for that. We we need to be about our father's business. We need to be at a place where we're encouraging others to to get their their faith, uh, their faith and their walk in order uh, with with the Lord, because we don't have we don't have um, forever. We, we don't have forever. And and that could be, you know, the way of of yeah, Christ coming back uh, in our lifetime, or or it could be before we pass, you know, because we're we're not going to live forever. So I, you know, I kind of want to always kind of have that in front of us to help us to understand that for those of us that are living for the Lord and are Christians and are followers of Jesus Christ, to make sure that we are in step with the Lord, make sure that our 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 um, salvation 
is is secure. Make sure that we understand what what uh, the Lord is asking uh, for us. Not so much in something that we need to do, as in deeds and works, but it is important when it comes to that um, of deeds and works that we are about our Father's business. That we are doing, we are living um, as light, as examples. Uh, for those in the world that are still looking for hope, still looking for um, making sure that they they see God in you, they see God in me, and in, in in how we how we handle ourselves and how we we reach out to others. That has always and never never has changed as far as my theme, as far as my um, my motivation, and so I know that. Um, there are so many things that are happening in our world today. There is also so many, uh, like myself, you know, our schedules and and so many things that that are happening. But we have to um, we have to make sure that 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 following the Lord uh, is a priority. It is a priority. It is above. You know, being a mother and being a father, a uh, sister or brother or a child or a, a grandparent even or wh- whatever uh, title you can say, um, it's important that we all have to shine the light of Christ in, in whatever um, position or whatever capacity that we are in. We have to be an impact for our families. We have to be an impact um, on our uh, people on our job or uh, neighbors or neighborhood or things like that. Whatever whatever your, your circle of influence is, um, people need to understand and see that, that Christ lives in you. Now, and I say that not because that there is something you need to do, but you know, for the most part, but it's who you are, making sure that you are a, a child of God. And so that means, you know, reading your Bible, praying each and every day, you know, um, asking the Lord to 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 shine the light on you, on us. In other words, um, you know, it's good to self self reflect on ourselves. It's good to shine the light on our our character. Am I am I being all that I should be? And I'm not saying that you could be perfect. I am saying, though, that the more you walk closer with the Lord, the more that you ask the Lord to uh, be that reflection. In other words, when we go get up in the morning and, and and get ourselves ready for work or school or wherever we're going throughout the for for the rest of our day, we we first look. You know, hopefully we go into to the restroom or the or the bathroom and we look at ourselves. We look at ourselves in the mirror before we leave the house. Make sure that we are looking appropriate. And that's the same thing we ought to be when we're reading the Word of God. That's the same same way we ought to be when we're praying and asking the Lord, "What is it in me?" Like uh, there's a there's a verse of scripture that that David says in the, in the book of Psalms where he says, "You know, um, um, show me, you know, any imperfections that are in me. You know, tell me, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to have." the right frame of mind and who better to ask than the Lord who better to ask and and come to him and say God you know as my father as my heavenly father show me teach me guide me and show me uh your ways not my own ways you know I would rather 
to know God's ways than to walk in my own ways, okay? Or just know that, okay, this is my opinion and this is how I feel about it because how we feel about it and our opinions could be wrong. But if you desire to be more like your father, be more a reflective child from your heavenly father, then you'll want everything that God has called you to be. You'll want his guidance. You'll want his direction. Listen, before we get into the classic episodes that I'm going to um, tag on to this, I want to read to you the verse of the day. And the verse of the day um, is found in, I'm sorry, the verse of the day is found in, uh, I'm sorry, I should have had that ready for you. Uh, found in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. This is such this is very good. This is matter of fact, this is um, this is Jesus himself talking with the disciples, I'm assuming. And it's and uh, let's kind of get into the. Uh, where he was coming from, the, the context of this. Um, this is so important because he, he this was during the time where he was preaching. And he was talking about teaching about salt and light. It says in verse 13 of chapter 5 of Matthew chapter 5, you are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it ha- it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it, where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, he says in verse 16, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. Now, if you notice here in this passage from verse 13 all the way to verse 16, it, it talks about three different examples. What Jesus talks about three different examples here. He talks about salt of the earth. He says salt of the earth. He said, but, but, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Okay, can you make it salty again? He says it will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. It's very important that we understand this this here context of what Christ is talking about. He says salt is important that you still have flavor. Those of us that have been Christians a very long time, we have to be careful of this. This is something that we have to be aware of this. You can be a Christian and you can be excited and everything else in the beginning. But over the years of being a Christian, maybe going to church, you become religious and become stale. You also become just kind of, uh, you know, the world has gotten you kind of like, well, you know, uh, I can't think of the word, but pretty much like, well, the world is going to be what it is. What what good is it to tell others about Christ? What good is it to live as though as though I'm supposed to be the salt in this? You, in other words, this is this is what Jesus is saying about those of us that have become more stagnant or more like uh, just just you know just used to being who we are. It says here. He says. 
Can you make it salty again? And it says here, it says, but what, going back from this verse, it says, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Don't be that, that Christian today or that person that, that's supposed to be following Christ. And you just become like everybody else. Like, and I mean by everybody else, like you just blend in with everybody else that's in the world. You're not, a, you're not standing out. No one knows and no one understands. You're just the same as everyone else. You've become the same. You used to be on fire for the Lord, but all of a sudden you become the same as everybody else. You've lost your flavor. And Jesus talks about that. He talks and, and warns people that don't lose your flavor. Don't you lose the, the, the fervor and the passion you had that living for Christ among a world that is pre, 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 basically pretty much dark. You have to be something different. It says, can you make it salty again? You cannot. Once you lose your flavor, you can't be salty again or you cannot be that way. So it says it will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. Okay, let's go into verse 14. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Okay, no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. So listen to that, that example he uses. He uses another example of light. Okay, he starts off by saying you are the light of the world. Listen, light is different. He uses a contrast of light and darkness or light in the world. The world he sees already as darkness. He sees, and just like me and you, we see what's going on in the world. There's so much, there's so much corruption, so much violence, so much, so much sin that is now just happening over and over again. And guess what? It's the same history has repeated itself. Like in the days of Noah, so it is today. The days of Noah, what was it like then before no before God flooded the earth? Before Noah was was told by the Lord to to create an ark because he would destroy the earth with water. It's the same way. In other words, the sin that had overtaken all of humanity is now doing the same thing. Everyone is deciding to do their own thing. Everyone has chosen their will to not follow God, but to go away from God, to follow their own way, to follow their own desires, their own passions, their own mindset even. No one, when you talk to people, there's so many people out there that either they're following a different religion or they're following a different belief or they have their own belief or whatever. And even if they say there is a God, but I'm choosing this direction, maybe there is no God in their mindset. Maybe there is no direction. They, they choose in their own thing. I do what I want to do. It's all about, I am the God. In other words, I am the God. I am not I don't follow God. I am the God. In other words, they are in charge of their own life. That is so much of what is going on in our society today. So, and you see the results. We see the results, whether it's results of, of, of selfishness and violence and destruction and, and, and um, uh, divorce and, and all kinds of things that are happening. Why? Because it's the God of themselves. It is what they feel. It is what, what, what feels good to them, and they do it. They choose 
to 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 do violations. They choose to do uh, moral immoral standards and immoral things that they feel is okay to do. So the list goes on and on. We can see it happening all over the world, and it affects not just them. It affects those around them. It affects. It affects uh, uh, innocent people. It affects all kinds of people in our world today. So remember that you are the light of the world. You are to be a, a shining light. Does that mean you have to go out and hold a sign to protest against all the wrong things? Not necessarily. No, but you are the light of the world. You should be different than all the things that we see and all the people that we see. In other words, you are to be different. That's what he's saying. You are to be a shining light in a world that is so much the same, so much filled with violence and, 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 and corruption and destruction and everything. You should be different. It says, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. In other words, they people need to see what is different about you. My mother, my mother, God bless her. I remember when she used to tell me that you don't have to have a sign on your back saying that you're a Christian. And what she means is just live the life. You don't have to tell everyone that you're a Christian. Your life should show it. Your way should show it. Your walk, the way you handle things, the way you talk to people, the way you interact with your family, your friends, your co-workers, those that I said that are your circle of influence, your circle of influence around you. You have you should already have a godly impact on the world around you. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are that you are saving the entire world, but you're saving the world around you by being different, by being the salt, by being the light. Amen. So consider that as we as we go for in 2023. And then it says here, instead, a lamp is placed on a stand. He goes back on verse 15. He says, no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. When you receive Christ, it's a, it's an awesome and the most wonderful thing. And the most, it is the most best thing that you can do in your life is accepting the Lord Jesus Christ, accepting salvation. Amen. And it's not just for you. Just like it's not just for me. It's for, it's for you to change. Remember this. God changes a life one life at a time. He changes the world one life at a, at a time. And listen, as I said before, we're living in the last day. Soon, either you will, will die, like I will die, or Christ will come back before we die. The thing is, is this. You got to remember, as we're going on this path in 2023, make sure that your life is a light in the world. Make sure that people know that, you know what, he was different or she was different. And I know why, because she carried the, she carried God in her. She carried, he carried God in him, not just by what he said, not being a preacher that's, that's preaching or preaching at them, but living the life. Do you know most people will be more influenced by the way you live than more than what you will say? Do you, do you hear that? In other words, it's not just about what you say to them. Matter of fact, the way you live should be so impactful that eventually someone will ask you, I want to know, what is it about you that is different? I want to know, are you, are you a Christian? Are you a believer? 
then you can have that opportunity to share the love of God, how God has changed your life, how God has impacted your life and changed you. And the reason why you're acting or do and, 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 and you do the life that you say you do is through Christ Jesus. Amen. And then the verse of the day, it says in the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. Now, I want to make sure that you understand this very well. It's not so much that you are being boastful and telling everybody, I didn't, I, I gave this person money here and a homeless person and I've done this and I've done that. That's not just the way that you do it. Remember this, this is not just saying that, like, I'm going to be boastful and I'm going to tell everybody because you don't have to. Do you know, as you do your good deeds, whether it's giving someone money, giving someone food, giving some shelter to someone, helping, helping a relative or a friend out or a co-worker, do you know we are, the, we are the feet of Jesus? We are the hands and feet of Jesus. The things that Jesus would do, now you and, you and I are doing. And God says this, let your good deeds shine out for all to see. Do you know that there was times where Jesus had healed some people and never said anything and never told them to say anything. But those same people that he helped and healed and, and he did things for, they end up going out anyway and they begin to share their testimony with others. And guess what? That's how, this is how your light will shine. Whether it's whether it's a testimony that you do share or it may be it may be someone that is giving a testimony about how you help them. Listen, it's not all the time that we need to say everything and anything about what we do. You handing someone a complete stranger money, it doesn't have to be broadcast. It could just be a simple, hey, I just want to help you today. The Lord has told me to help you. Or maybe it might not even be money. It might not be something material. It could be something spiritual. You could be walking, walking somewhere or being at a certain place and you see someone that is homeless or maybe there's something that they're, they're in need. And it may be simple, a simple prayer. Can I pray with you today, brother? Can I pray for you, sister? Can I pray for your family? Can I pray for your well-being? Maybe you maybe the Lord is not calling you to actually physically go up to someone and pray for them. But maybe you might see them in your car while you're in your car and you may look out of your window and you say, you know, I'm going to pray for him today. Maybe it's someone that you see every single day on the freeway, on the side of the road, whatever it may be. And the Lord may be prompting you to pray for them. Listen. Your deeds are what the Lord sees and what you know. I'm going to encourage you throughout the rest of this year to listen closely to the Holy Spirit. Listen to him as he directs you and guides you. Help ask him, even be intentional at some point and say, Lord, what is it today that you want me to do? What is it today that you're asking me to direct me to either do for you and for the kingdom of God? And that's the one thing I will say before I let you go. We are kingdom citizens, not just earthly citizens. 
Your earthly citizenship is temporarily. Yes, we're here on earth because we're born here on earth. But guess what? Your eternal citizenship is a part of the kingdom of God. It is way more greater than, the, than any place that is in your address. Listen, one day we will all leave this place or leave this existence and be in tune to the kingdom of God. Amen. I want you to, I want you to understand that. I want you to, to, to continue to pray for that. My, my grandmother, God bless her, used to tell us that we were pilgrims. We were just passing through. And you know what? My grandparents, my grandfather, grandmother, my mother and father, and those that were before them and, and those that were around their time have passed on now. I can still remember certain things that they said. And even during church service, I remember them preaching and teaching and testifying about the goodness of the Lord. And here I am now. Now I'm around their age or probably getting up close to their age. And now I'm just thankful that their light has been shining in my life now. I remember the things they have said and the prayers that they have prayed and the, and the teachings and the preachings. Am I saying that they were perfect? They were never perfect. But you know what? They believed in the Lord. And the things that they did and the things they said have now rubbed off on me and my, and my family members. And even those that my cousins and others. And, and that, same, that same spark that started off in them is now in me. And here I am. I'm, I'm still doing what they have done, but only I'm doing it from a different way. I had a podcast. <laughs> Listen, I want to encourage each and every one of you to stay the course. Stay the course the rest of this year. Give your life to the Lord more than ever before because our time is not forever. Remember, you're not living for yourself and you haven't accepted Christ for yourself. You have accepted Christ not just for you, but for your family, your friends, and others that are around you. Remember what the, parable, what the verse of the scripture has said. Let your deeds shine so that others will praise who? Not yourself. Not yourself, for your heavenly Father. They will turn and want to know who this God is. Who is this God that you follow? The deeds that you do is never to be bragged on for people to come after you. It's to for them to for you. Your deeds should point them in the direction of God himself. Jesus Christ. The message should be all about Jesus and the salvation that they can receive and they can do the same thing. It's not just for you. So I want to encourage you. Through the rest of this year for 2023, ask the Lord how he wants you to go, which path and direction that you are to take. God bless you. As I close, I have two more section segments that you're feel, you can you can listen to. And it's called justification and sanctification out of Romans chapter three. Hopefully you'll you'll under, you'll you'll get it and understand it, but also be prayerful and mindful about that too. It's a classic, so again, hope you enjoy it. <laughs> 
And I hope you enjoy just continuing to uh, to um, stick with it and and have a rest of a good year this year in 2023. All right. God bless you. And I'll be talking to you soon. So how many of you are ready to jump jump in day three, day three of cross and crown? So we are moving quite, quite good um, through this devotional. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the rereading of cross and crowns. Thank you again for just uh, coming by and uh, tuning in to this, uh, this special episode. This is a. Uh, uh, I guess a pre-resurrection day, resurrection Sunday episode, or even a uh, pre-Easter episode, whichever you want to call it. But I prefer to call it a resurrection Sunday because it's in celebration of the, the, the victory of, of death over, uh, over death, excuse me. um, Jesus Christ has done. And um, I don't know about you, but I'm just really excited. I'm, I've always, I've always had an, an excitement and an anticipation for uh, Sunday, uh, uh, Easter Sunday. And as I said before, uh, a lot of times, you know, that's that's almost a Sunday that that a lot of us have have uh, made that an extra special Sunday. <laughs> and uh, I used to love um, uh, love it when I was a lot younger. Um, around my parents and they were preparing for Easter and and that Sunday will be a day they would get up a little bit extra early and the church would come together and congregation and they would uh excuse me they would have what they call sunrise service I'm not sure if some of you uh, recall that in certain certain uh, certain traditions or certain yeah certain traditions and churches um but we had what you call sunday uh sunrise service and that was normally a service that uh would start um a little bit extra early in other words they they reason why they call it a sunrise service is because they had it during the time when the sun was coming up and this was in commemoration of when uh jesus would rise early on on a sunday on the first day of the week so so important for us to uh to to commemorate that and remember that so um how many of you like i said before how many of you are anticipating um the coming of the lord jesus christ let me just say that um jesus is soon to come and uh, it's so important for us as believers to to um to wait in, in expectation and, and anticipation and to be ready um, by means of of, uh, of of seeing exactly what it is in our lives that we can be a lot better at doing. Amen. So um, let's get right into um, day three of, of uh, Cross and Crowns. Today's episode is entitled Justification and Reconciliation. And it says here, it says, the word of God alerts us to the wrath of God will rightly fall on sinful mankind. That can be found in Romans chapter five, verses eight through 10. 
But those who are justified by the blood of Christ will be saved from that dreadful punishment. Justification means that the Father accepts the death of his Son as full payment of our, for our sins. Jesus is a satisfactory, satisfactory substitute because he is the, sin, the sinless Lamb of God. Furthermore, we are declared righteous in the Lord's eyes. Think of justification as a legal transaction in which Jesus placed all of our iniquities on his account and then paid it in full. Next, he took the record of his perfect life and transferred it, transferred it to our, our account. Now, when God looks at us, all he sees is Christ's perfection. We are no longer guilty, but we are declared legally righteous, even if we don't always act like it. What an awesome privilege to be righteous in the Lord's eyes. Now, that doesn't mean believers can go out and do anything they want. Remember, you have been brought, bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. We are children of God, but if we start acting like children of the devil, our loving Heavenly Father will be faithful to use discipline and bring us back to our senses. The gift of righteousness should motivate us to live a life that reflects our blameless standing before God. When a relationship characterized by separation and alienation becomes one of acceptance and rest restoration, that change is known as reconciliation. The moment Adam and Eve disobeyed the Lord, the relationship between God and mankind was broken. But the father took the initiative to bring restoration by sending his son into the world. Through the blood of his cross, Christ made reconciliation possible by establishing peace between God and man. Beyond that, he presents us blameless before the father. And all, all the barriers have been removed and an intimate relationship with the Lord is available to every believer. Amen. Hallelujah. So isn't that good news? I'm sure that should be good news to a lot of us. And, um, you know, it's important for us to see um, how um, mainly how reconciliation, how, how reconciliation, the benefits that we now receive from being now being reconciled to God, right? Um, being justified, that's even important because think of it this way, justification, um, none of us are justified to be, to, to be in God's presence even, for God to look at us with such uh, grace and mercy. We, we've done some horrible things in our lives. I mean, listen, I'll speak for myself on that one. Um, but the beautiful thing about justification is that God loved us so much that he wants to justify us. He wants to not only reconcile us, but to justify us in his sight. Okay. And, um, he did everything. He spared no expense. You know, he spared no expense. You ever, you guys ever seen, um, uh, Jurassic Park and there's a, the first, the very first movie, the very first Jurassic Park movie, because there's been several of them, but the first one, when they were, they were creating this island where dinosaurs would be on there, and there was a gentleman 
that was the creator or the founder of this park, of this Jurassic Park. And he was always saying he spared no expense. That means no matter how much it costs, no matter how much it costs to build this park, no matter what it what was needed to obtain it, to, to, to sustain it, basically, to make it work, to make it run, he spared no expense. He, he I mean, in other words, there was no limit to the amount of money that he would put down. In the same way, God looks at us, looks looks at you and me, and he spared no expense. And even this was the beautiful thing about this was this is before time began. This is before uh, time began, uh, before the world even began. He knew that he was going to uh, give his life for all of humanity, for all of us, right? And uh, he didn't. He doesn't want us to go through his wrath okay as you look around in the world today there's a lot that there's a lot of things that are sinful that we know that are not right they're not morally right they're not um they're they're not um, um justifiable um there are things that are happening all over the world right now currently in the in the world we we have a um we actually have a war that's actually going on. We've had all kind of wars, but this is one that's pretty significant. I'm talking about uh, Ukraine, um, I'm sorry, Russia uh, invading Ukraine. And that is a war because of the fact that Ukraine is, is trying to uh, resist uh, the intrusion of Russia into their country. And so there's a lot going on over there on that, type, on, on that side of the globe, on that side of the world right now. And I say that because there's a lot that's happening in our world and, and, and that particular uh, event or situation that's going on right now is also uh, getting us closer to, uh, closer to what we know as, as the end of time or the end of, of, of the age of earth as we know it. Um, that's not the major, major war, but it is one, uh, I would say one... Um, as we look at the time clock, that's one movement on the time clock in the 11th hour, I would say. And the reason why I say that, not to scare anybody, we shouldn't be scared, actually, when it comes to the end, to, to the coming of Jesus Christ. But it's, it's important for us to understand and know to anticipate this time as we, as we approach it, as we approach um, um, not only Easter Sunday and Resurrection Sunday, but also it ought to uh, give us more of a of a reflective tone about our lives and, and what it means to be justified and to be reconciled to Christ as even as the time approaches. Amen. It's so important to to set, share this message with others, with with other people that are in your family or friends, uh, co-workers. Don't just let don't let the opportunity escape you from sharing uh, a, such a beautiful message of, of redemption and reconciliation and justification uh, for, for them as well. Because um, if it was good for you, then it should be good for them. Amen. So let's um, before we take our first break here, um, let me let me uh, share this one uh, passage of scripture uh, with you. And this is. Um, out of Romans 5, uh, chapter 5, verses 8, uh, 8 through 10. And it says here, it says, But God showed his great love for us 
by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from condemnation, from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God has, uh, was restored by the death of his son while we were still sinners, we certainly uh, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. I want to say this, this is very important. Yes, uh, God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. While we were still considered sinners or en en uh, enemies of God, basically he said, I'm going to extend reconciliation. I'm going to initiate, like the devotional was saying, I'm, I, I'm going to initiate first you ever been into a uh, you ever had a situation or argument with someone in your family whether it's your maybe it's your spouse maybe you and your spouse had a disagreement uh you know um i've had that i've had experienced that already and um you know sometimes you have to feel like you know um um somebody needs to apologize <laughs> you know and maybe you feel like you don't need to apologize but some some of us feel like we have to and we should apologize. I know I've been in a situation like that where I feel like I need to apologize because even though I didn't feel I did wrong, but it's good to initiate initiate the the reconciliation. It is it it doesn't it doesn't do any good to it doesn't do any good to uh to 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 allow um to allow things to, to fester and go on, to, to, to allow an unbroken, uh, 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 I mean, I'm sorry, a broken um, union, so to speak. It's good to say, you know what, uh, I know that I, I might be right on this, but I'm not going to hold on to being right. I would rather reconcile and, and, and apologize for the part that I played and what I've done to, to help, um, help this um, disagreement and I don't want to be in, I don't want to be apart from this person. And God was like that. Now, now God didn't do anything, but God initiated it. He made it, he made it right by sending us his son, Jesus Christ. He spared no expense. Like I said before, he, he gave us Christ, which was his most precious commodity, his most precious. He was himself. And and the shedding of his own blood, he he became flesh, became human, and died on the cross for each and every one of us. The beautiful thing about this is also is that um, in verse nine he says, "And since we have been made right in God's sight, and we have been made right, see, God, he we didn't we didn't do anything or or cleanse ourselves. He made us right." by doing it. He made his right, made us right in his sight by the blood of Christ. Okay. And this is why uh, some of us have to go and read about the power of the blood of Christ and why was the blood so important. Some of you, um, I, I've done, um, this is day, this is day three of uh, Crossing Crowns. And some of you may need to go back and check out uh, day one and day two because it really we really get into um about the blood of Christ and and how and why why was the blood so important why did it have to be the shedding of blood why did um 
why it was sin and how and why is sin so powerful? See, so so important to, to go back and, and, you know, all those questions that maybe you as a believer, a new believer even, or maybe you might be somebody that's that's listening to me right now and, and, and trying to uh, understand how to explain this to someone else. It's important for them to understand that, yes, our sin was so bad that that there need to be the shedding of blood. Amen. And again, go back and refer to uh, uh, day one, and day two, and you'll 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 kind of get the gist of it. And so um, here we're talking about how he made us right in, in God's sight by the shedding of blood, right? And then he says here is that this will certainly save us from God's condemnation. Understand that uh, um, either you will be uh, covered uh, by the blood of Christ and you'll be uh, seen as justified, right? Um, by the by, the blood of Christ or you will be condemned. If you're not, if you're not covered by the by the blood of Christ, if you're not covered um, and accepted by God through through Jesus Christ, then yes, you will be condemned. I don't care how good you do or how how many good deeds you've done or how many people like you or love you or how how famous you are, how many people know you. Maybe you're a good son, good daughter, maybe a good father or mother or husband or wife. It doesn't matter who you are. Maybe you're an employee of the month. It doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter. In this case, it's all about are you covered by by the blood of Christ and 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 are you reconciled to God through Jesus Christ? It's it's so important. Um, you can check all the boxes you want when it comes to uh, living a good life and what you may what you may say. Remember, it's not your world. It's not your rules. It's God's rules. It's not my rules. It's not what I say. It's it's what the Bible is saying. I've had pretty. I've I've had challenges. Um, I've honestly, and, and if I can be transparent with some of you, I I've had challenges uh, talking to people honestly um, at times about about their life, um, living their life in in such a way that's ungodly, and uh, and and it doesn't bring me it doesn't bring me any pleasure to tell them the truth when it comes to God's word. God's word is very, it's, it's just cut and dry. It's what it is. It's not my word. It's not, it's not my opinion. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if you're explaining to someone about their life, about their living situation or, or, or the decisions that they're making in their life and they want to know from you, um, whether or not God will accept them as they are, I mean, I'm sorry. It's it's not it's not it's not your opinion. And if you're giving someone your opinion, then and they're taking it as as truth, then then basically shame on you because you you should be telling them what God's word is telling them. You see, and that's the same goes with me. As I told you before, I find it challenging sometimes because I don't want to be the the bearer of bad news in ways, but you know, if they want to know what the Bible says, if they want to know what the word of God says, then you have to give them what the word of God says. The Bible talks plainly about 
how you're made right with God. And that is through Jesus Christ. There are some that will reject Jesus Christ. Some that have rejected Jesus Christ. Some have rejected uh, of, of God's way of redemption through through Christ as being the only way. There's so many there's so many people in the world that you're going to run into that will reject this message. They will reject you you speaking about this. And so this is why it's so important for us in the in the in these last days um to to really make it clear to people that that this is not our this is not something that we made up. This is something that we ourselves have to have to live by ourselves amen so it says here it says in verse 10 it says for since our friendship with god has was restored by the death of his son while we were still sinners we will be saved we will certainly be saved through the life of his son this is not through good deeds this is not through uh, how many good things you do, how many times you read your Bible, how many times you pray, how many times you go to church, how many times you, not even how many times you share your faith. It, it, it's all going to come down for each and every single, every each and every one of us. It's going to come down to um, our life and how we live and our faith in, in, in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what's going to that's really what it comes down to. Yes, all those things are really good, but do not fool yourself into thinking that everything and how much you do is going to get you into uh, God's good grace or enter into heaven. And the reason why I say that, because not because you shouldn't do those things. I want it to be clear. I'm not, I'm not saying that you should not do those things, but I am, but I am saying that do not use those things as a merit to say that I, because I do these things, I'm going to enter into the, to the kingdom of God or I'm going to enter into heaven because I do these things. You see, there's a difference. Deeds and everything are fine, but there will be, unfortunately, there will be people that have done all these things, right? And, and, and God won't know them. Uh, there's a, a very powerful verse in the Bible that talks about, um, this person that says that didn't I do this in your name and didn't I do that in your name? Basically, all these different examples of deeds that they done in in Jesus's name. And Jesus himself is talking about this. He says, didn't I do these things in your name? And he says, depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. I know you not. It's an it's interesting because it's and the reason why I say that's a very powerful scripture, because he's saying himself that there are so many deeds that seem right and, and and are right, but you work it, you work of iniquity, meaning that it, it was null and void. And not only that, it was good on earth. It was good toward other people, but it wasn't, it wasn't what I recognized. I didn't recognize you. I didn't recognize who you are, you see? And so if we're doing those things, with with uh with different ambitions or if we're doing those things and we're really not serving god in our uh, or we're not devoted to the lord in our lives guess what those are those will only go so far <coughs> excuse me um those will only go so far and 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 there are, there will be good i've heard this saying before i'm gonna say this that there will be good good people in hell. Um, and it's true. It, it, there will be good people in hell. And the reason why I say that, because they were, they were good uh, on earth. 
they were good when it comes to other people. Other people praised them and other people honored them and other people, the world maybe honored them and, and, and gave them standing ovations and everything else and gave them the applause. But they will unfortunately be going to hell because of the fact that they um, never had a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. They never had that. And so, so you know, it's just, it's unfortunate because um, God has made it already possible. Christ has already died and, and resurrected. And so the sacrifice has been given. So, and that's all I have to, that's really what I have to say on that is, is that uh, there is really at this point no excuse for nobody to to uh, to by faith receive the Lord Jesus Christ um, as their Lord and Savior because the sacrifice and the and the, the the penalty of their sin has already been paid for. That's that's the wonderful reality of this is that your sin and my sin and the world's sin, humanity's sin, has already been paid for. The only thing is, is that, you know, whoever hasn't, they just have to accept it by faith and they start to believe by faith that they are saved. And then they need to begin to walk in this, the justification and the reconciliation process with God. That means the the relationship is restored through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're going to take a, a quick break and we'll be right back. And uh, have a few more scriptures to read. All right, so welcome back. So let's uh, continue on in the scriptures here. And I'm going to start off, excuse me, I'm going to read from uh, uh, Romans, Romans chapter three. And if you notice, um, the book of Romans is is a really good book because it has a lot to do with um, the verses that regarding salvation and justification. And, and, And these are good scriptures to use when you are sharing your faith with with others with uh with whether it's your co-worker or friend or relative family member these are uh, romans is a very good book um in the beginning uh, romans chapter five romans chapter three <clears throat> those are very good places to 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 witness uh if you're if you're out witnessing um and sharing the uh the the story of salvation um, through Jesus Christ. And so let's begin reading here. One of the um, most familiar passages or verse, I should say, is Romans uh, chapter 3, verse 23. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> it says here, it says, uh, For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty for our sins. For God presented Jesus as as the sacrifice 
for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus, Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. The sacrifice shows that God has been being was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and, and including them in what he would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness. For he himself is fair and just and he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. <clears throat> very, very powerful and very direct um, scriptures here. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 20 says... For God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. Colossians chapter 1, um, and we'll read from verse 19 to uh, verse 22. It says, For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ, and through him God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with with everything in heaven and on earth by means by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has he has bought, brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Wow. That now that that is such a closing of of this of this um, explanation of not only justification, but reconciliation. It's beautiful because. It shows that God loved us so much that the end goal was to be reconciled to himself through Christ. He was willing to just give us his only begotten son or or uh, I would like to say even present himself. See, I don't know if I guess the best explanation or the best way I can describe this or an example is someone saying, I will give my life for you. God, for for God to say that <clears throat> makes you and I very special. Makes us so special to him that he he's willing to give his life for you. That means I'm willing to just come out of heaven, being the creator and the creator of all things, uh, living all things on the earth, the, the creator of heaven and earth, right? I'm willing to relinquish that just for a time so that I can come physically and I can become a man and walk among you and die on the, use my body, this physical body that I created and become the sacrifice for all mankind. I will become that very thing. In other words, the, the 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 rules and the the rules and everything that I have put together when it comes to making you right or or the standard that I have for you to be right with me. I, I will I will do whatever it takes 
so that you can be made, made right in my sight, even if I have to do it myself. And that's what he did. And this is exactly what he's done. And I, and I think that this is such a beautiful, it's a beautiful, uh, uh, a beautiful way of, descri- of uh, demonstrating his love, but it's also, it is justifiable and it is right. And it's not because God has done anything wrong. It's because he's wanting to do whatever it takes for us to be reconciled to him in his sight. And I, and I guess because I'm, I, I am saved and, and I am a believer and I, and I love God so much, I, I just don't see why anybody would not want to receive something so precious and so wonderful and how and and not see what what God would do in order to reconcile us to himself i think it's just it, it it's the ultimate sacrifice and ultimate love expression uh, expression of love to toward us so i don't know i just i i just find this uh a very beautiful passage but I also find it as uh, something so true of God that we all need to remember. Um, this is really important, though. First uh, Corinthians chapter six, verse 20 says, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. And 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 Paul, this is the writer of, uh, of, of Corinthians. Paul says you must honor God with your body. Listen. Anything, anything less than the acceptance of Christ and the acceptance of God, of what he's done for us. Any, anything less than honoring God with your body is, is to me, it's, it's, uh, it's not as equal. We, we have to understand the importance of the price that, it, the price that, that God put put out there it it was it was not physically of course it was it was horrific and i say this because as we're getting close as we're getting closer to the day of resurrection sunday as we're getting closer to easter sunday like i told you before we have to reflect on the importance of the sacrifice that was given what it cost God, what was his motivation? What was his, what was his, his, in his heart of the matter toward us, how much he loved us, how much he did love, loves us, I should say. So, you know, I know that we go through this quite a bit. Um, You know, we go through this quite a bit when we, when we're reading but are we are we at a place where we are, are are really understanding what how much God loves us and 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 does his love compel you to draw closer to him does his love for you this uh, the understanding of of his love and grace for you what does it do for you for me, it makes me it, it makes me want to be more closer to the Lord and to do what it is that he wants me to do. Um, that's what it does for me. 
And so, um, like I said, as we read through these, this, this uh, wonderful passage of scriptures um, about not only him justifying us so that we can be made right with God in his sight. He See, justification uh, satisfies the legal, um, you know, the legal, uh, uh, um, how can I say, the, the, the legal requirement. Because remember, God has this requirement and God has never changed that requirement. I, I know people talk differently from the old to the new testament but his requirement has always been the same it has never changed and so <clears throat> god was right and uh in fulfilling that so again um as we can see here he did all this reconciled us to to himself through christ's death on the cross and as a result which is the finale of what we should be looking forward to as we when we pass from this life to to eternity is as as a result he has he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault it's not because you haven't done anything wrong it's because through the blood of Christ he no longer sees the wrong that you've done but now he sees the sacrifice, the blood, and and now you are you are holy, you are blameless, and I love the way it's it's put in the scriptures and how it's how it says. It doesn't say you will be, it doesn't say soon or or, or anything. It says you are. That means currently. So those of you that are in Christ Jesus, those of you that accepted the blood of of Christ in your life by faith you are holy and you are blameless and you will or you as you stand before him without a single fault not even a single fault and and we all have faults i know i i, I have faults so you know listen to this verse is beautiful and and this is something that we all should look forward to and what does that make you currently how does you how does that make you feel currently now and that's the thing and again back to sharing it with others um this is so important to share this with other people with your relatives your family your friends your coworkers um people that are that are around you that that talk about the bible it's so important so i just want to uh i hope that you're you're um, really loving this as I do. <clears throat> Again, this is uh, this is such a wonderful and special version of this. And uh, um, again, um, going through reconciliation and justification. I hope that uh, this is a blessing to you and those that share. And listen, uh, I'm going to end this with some prayer. For those of you that maybe you're new to this program, you're new to this podcast, this episode, you maybe this is the first time you've ever heard this message before. <clears throat> but listen, this is in the this is read out of the Bible. And God's word is true. But it's only true if you believe it by faith and you have faith in it and you believe the message. 
the message of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is not a this is not an infomercial. This is not something for you to buy. Um, this is this is a gift that is given for free. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to earn your way to it. You don't, you know, the life after this is what you choose to commit your life to. You choose to. It is your right to choose or not to choose the free gift. My prayer is that you do. My prayer is that this message or the message that you're listening to uh, it's, it's, it does something to your heart to the point where you you have either decided or will decide to follow Jesus Christ in your life. It's so important. It's so important to make that decision and to make that decision soon because we don't have forever. You don't have forever. I say that in the sense of not only being the, the, the time in which Jesus Christ could come back at any moment, any time, but I'm also saying this because your life could make a drastic change. You don't never know whether you will be uh, having a day or hour or two days to a week to a month to a year or many years down the road. Who knows? But you don't want to waste your life either living out your life without the potential and the benefits that you have in the Lord Jesus Christ, in, in God himself, to live a life that is impacted, impactful by the presence of God in your life and how you will be, how you are impactful to other people. So there's much more than just, you know, accepting a free gift and then walking away. It is also the the transformation and the 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 the, uh, the uh, other words the regeneration of a new person within you, being born again is so important. And I want you to stick around for the further episodes as we go through these these next few days of of crossing crowns, and you'll start to see what God's whole um, plan is when it comes to reconciliation and justification and the death of his son, bringing his son into the world so that he could die for our sins, you'll, you'll begin to see what it is more that God has for you. <clears throat> but for those of you that this is your first time and maybe you're, you're trying to decide, I want, I want to pray for you. So why don't we take a moment right now and those of you that may be listening, let's pray for people that are still have not accepted um, Christ in their life. Father God, I would just thank you, first of all, for this opportunity. Thank you for this opportunity to um, share the gospel of Jesus Christ through a medium like a podcast so that people can possibly listen while they are going about their day, while they're maybe working out, maybe traveling to jobs or back and forth from their jobs, maybe at home listening while they're, you know, at home doing chores or what have you. But Lord, I just pray right now that you would minister to the listener or the listener that is willing to share with someone else. Father, your gospel is a powerful message. And and I pray that 
though I may be just one person to explain it, hopefully someone there can explain it even better than me. I pray that uh, the scriptures will, will speak for themselves in their lives, Lord God. I pray that uh, if they have not received uh, the free gift of salvation that you've given them, I pray that you would open their heart, their mind to receive to receive this message, to receive by faith and, and, and that, Lord, you're the one that can minister to the heart more than I can. Lord, you're, you're the one that can do it. And I just pray for this. I pray for the believer or the non-believer, those that are still making up their mind to come to you. Lord, your love compels us. Your love compels us to become more closer to you than ever and ever before. Lord, you are so wonderful, so awesome, so wonderful and powerful, but yet you are so loving and kind and full of grace and full of mercy. And God, I just pray that there is no believer out there or unbeliever out there that feels that their life is so bad that you won't forgive and that your blood has not covered even those things that they might have done wrong. And those that have maybe felt they've done everything good and right, Lord, show them that the blood of Christ is 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 what is needed, not their merits, not their not their good deeds, but what you did, <clears throat> what you provided on the cross, what a death of one man has provided for all humanity. It's not about how much how much good you've done, but how much love and power and grace and mercy that comes from you. Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for this opportunity, but I also pray that those that are listening and even more so will get saved and, and, and receive Christ in their hearts, in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Well, Again, I pray that this was something that was beneficial to you. I pray that uh, you would share or um, maybe listen to it again. Go into the scriptures. Pray and ask the Lord to open your heart and your mind so that you can be able to receive what it is that God has called you and telling you and want to share with you. He loves you. He loves you so very much. And we can see that plainly in the scriptures that we've read. So again, I hope that this is, has been a, this has been a blessing to you. And uh, I look forward to uh, speaking to you again. We have about three more, I think it's uh, maybe possibly three more days of, uh, of crossing crowns. I want to, um, again, continue to matter of fact, we have four more days, four more days, um, that I can share with you of this seven day Easter devotional of crossing crowns. So again, um, be encouraged, love you guys and, and God bless you and your family. And I will be talking to you soon.